Hello and welcome to the first episode of Let's Just Talk About Things. My name is Ross and I'll be the person on this podcast today just by myself. Um, I'm just doing this by myself because I've taken, what, four or five months to actually make a proper episode. I sat down two or three times to try and make something and just had no interest in saying anything of note. Uh, and that was until I watched this film recently, uh, Columbus, as you've seen by the title. So yeah, let's get straight into it. Um, Columbus came out in 2017. It is written and directed by Kokonata in his feature directorial debut. It stars John Cho as Jin Lee, and you will know him from the Harold and Kumar series, Searching and Star Trek. And he plays opposite Haley Lou Richardson as Casey, and she has been seen in Edge of 17, Split and Five Feet Apart. They both also star in Kokonata's upcoming film, After Yang, with Colin Farrell. The film also features Parker Posey, Michelle Forbes and Rory Culkin in supporting roles. The cinematography is by Alicia Christian and the music is by Hammock and this film premiered at the 2017 Sundance Festival. So just to start off we'll get into a bit of background about Kogonada because um, he's quite well known before releasing this film. Um, he's quite well known for making video essays um, about film and television and um, typically analysing the form, content and structures of various films and television shows. Um, some examples are Breaking Bad, sorry, some examples he's talked about are Breaking Bad, Wes Anderson's films, Stanley Kubrick, Yasujiro Ozu and Alfred Hitchcock. So I'll just try and do a basic outline of the of the film and the story. Um, just I'll always try and avoid the big spoilers just so if you want to, after hearing this, if you want to go and watch it, you can Go and watch it and enjoy it. Um, so the film begins with um, Joe's character, uh, Jin, arriving in Columbus, Indiana to watch over his estranged father who has fallen into a coma after a stroke. Jin then meets Casey, Richardson's character, a recent high school graduate working in the local library with an enthusiasm for architecture of which Jin's father is a world-renowned architect and scholar on the subject and Columbus is known as a mecca of modernism architecture in the United States. This all revolves around Casey's character as well, caring for her mother, who is a recovering addict. The film follows Casey showing Jin around Columbus, discussing the architecture and other things, life in general, I guess. So those are kind of the uh, key key points for the film. Um, so... Hopefully it's not been spoiled for you and you'll go and watch this film or hopefully I've not said too much uh, about the film and you'll still go and watch it after listening to this if you listen all the way through, hopefully. Um, so I only watched this film for the first time a few days ago and I stumbled across it. I didn't go looking for it. Uh, I was on Amazon and I was scrolling through Just Watch and it came up on those ones where it's films you should watch, highly rated films. And I thought I may as well. It looked good. I like John Cho. I like Edge of Seventeen, um, which all the Hilly Lou Richardson is in. Um, so I thought, how how good how how bad could it be, or how good could it be? But for whatever reason, this film has stuck with me over the past few days. I can't really explain why. It's just been stuck in my head. I'm thinking about it and just what's gone on in it, and I'm gonna go through some some basic points as to why I think this film is tremendous so it's kind of a 
kind of a review, kind of a deep dive into the film. So the first key point, I think, is the performances from the two leads. Um, Richardson and Cho are very good together. They have a very good chemistry together. Um, from the moment their characters are first on screen together, I think Cho performs this role in quite an understated way, which allows Hayley Lee Richardson to take the lead as, as Casey and really lead the story forward and make it... um. Make it more about Casey and Jin is, is there helping her along. Richardson uh, brilliantly portrays how Casey is is lost lost in life at this point. Um, she's recently graduated high school. She's working in a local library. She's got a few friends, but she mainly spends most of her time working or caring for her mother. Um, she's feels stuck in Columbus, caring for her mother, not being able to to move on and attempt to go out to New Haven, uh, I believe is mentioned in the film, uh, to potentially get an internship with a with a uh, architecture scholar. Um, and can't really follow her dream. She's stuck. Um, and Cho also portrays this idea of being lost at that moment in your life um, and being stuck in place. Um, Jin works in a job he doesn't particularly enjoy. He works as a a translator for a South Korean publisher translating books in English and from South Korea, from Korean sorry and from Korean and English uh, and now he's stuck in he's basically stuck in in Columbus waiting for almost waiting for his dad to die um because he's the, the, they're strange they haven't spoken in over a year and now he's kind of trapped there with this man he doesn't really particularly like because he always felt that his father cared more about his his work and his architecture than than he cared for his son. I've kind of spoken there about the individual performances and when they're not in scenes together, but the scenes where they are are together are a step above the scenes where they where they aren't together. Um, so as the film progresses, as we progress through the story, the characters do become more relaxed with each other and share more of their thoughts and have a couple of disagreements, but they move on together and they help each other in a way to understand what they both need to do to to kind of find their way at this point in their life. And the film briefly plays with an idea of it being a romantic relationship, which thankfully it, it doesn't. It, it moves away from that. Instead, it kind of focuses on how Jim wants to understand how Casey operates and thinks and what moves her and why someone so bright wouldn't leave to go on to do bigger and better things outside of Columbus. Why someone with so much potential I decided to trap themselves in this place. This desire for Jin to know what, or not necessarily desire, but his his wants to understand what makes Casey feel about this this town around her, this this amazing town with all these amazing, beautiful, different buildings. It's split through us through her descriptions of the town's architecture. So whenever she first meets him, she starts off almost as doing the tour guide and giving all the facts and the trivia. But then it moves at the behest of Jin to more why you feel this way, not the little intricate details, but why you feel a certain way about these buildings and these environments around you and why, basically. And there's one piece of dialogue I've highlighted that... um, 
really shows this. And it says, so Jin says to Casey, do you like this building intellectually? And she responds, no, I'm also moved by it. And then he responds, yes, tell me about what moves you. To which he says, I thought you hated architecture. To which he responds, I do, but I'm also interested in what moves you. So to me, this one piece of dialogue opens up these all these different emotions and allows Casey to be more of herself and really express what she feels. And I feel like after this point as well, that piece of dialogue allows them both to open up and discuss the trauma that they've both gone through. Throughout the film, obviously, Casey's mother is a recovering addict and that's obviously tough for anyone. And now Jin's going through this moment where his dad has fallen ill suddenly and he doesn't necessarily want to be there, but he has to be there. And again, there's points in the film where they discuss the South Korean traditions in regards to caring for ill and elderly members of the family and how he almost feels trapped by that and how he hopes, in a way, that he doesn't have to take his father back to Korea because then he will have to do it no matter what. And I think also uh, John Cho does a great job of showing how Jin has projected the trauma of his dad not really being there for him and caring more about his work into his adult life and how his dad always valued his, his work and his buildings over him. Now, and how Jin has to, has to be there as I said before, with the the Korean the Korean cultures and how it's described in, in the film is he has to be there no matter how he feels. But both performances are fantastic and I while they're both fantastic, I feel like Haley Lou Richardson's performance is that little step above just in the movements and the descriptions and how she plays off of of John of of Joe's of Cho's acting he does it in a more of a subtle way and, allow, and it allows her to be slightly more animated and out there and I guess that's just kind of the context of the film and the characters and what they're going through is that he's going through quite a somber moment and she's almost on the up with her mother recovering um, but again she's still kind of trapped and doesn't feel like she wants to move on But and he's also trapped at this moment but they're both tremendous. I'm kind of just repeating myself now, but they're both tremendous. And but I think that Richardson is that one slightly bit above, and it's better. Second thing that I love about the film is is the music. Um, the soundtrack by Hammock is soft, relaxing. It's subtle. It's there, and when it cuts to the shots of the landscapes and around Columbus. It moves you on and it keeps you interested in it keeps you interested but it's not overwhelming. It allows you to look at the look at the what's going on on the screen, but also then there's it it stays with you. But the best word I used to describe it is is subtle. It's there and it just allows you to focus on the film but also providing you with this extra little bit that keeps you going. Um it's engaging and I want to hear more of it. So I think I'll go back and listen through Hammock's other albums and hopefully they're all similar in the style. But it's just 
soft, subtle, relaxing. It's there and it's brilliant, but it doesn't overwhelm the film. It's not the thing you think about when you've seen the film. You, th- you think about it and how good it is, but it doesn't overwhelm the film. Uh, like how some other films have, are kind of big, heavy on the music. It's big and heavy and big, loud music, like a, like a Chris Nolan film. This is a lot more subtle and soft and keeps the keeps it ticking over when in there's no dialogue and it's as it's showing you scenes or shots of the landscape sorry so again yeah once again fantastic i love the music the third thing and probably most important thing um and what i think is the best aspect of this film is the cinematography of this film it is incredible every shot is stunning it shows off the town in a way I've not seen any other drama film show off a town like you always say oh, the, it's, it's, it's a cliche to say that a town is a character or a city is a character in a show but the cinematography and the focus on the architecture in Columbus it makes it more feel like this film is almost a documentary about Columbus and the architecture and it just so happens to be that Casey and Jin's story is occurring in the foreground of the film. Um, they're they're there, but we're more looking at the surroundings, and there's plenty of shots where it stays focused on part of the the landscape as a character walks out. Um, oh, it's it's just I don't know how to describe it any better than it's beautiful. And it's put so much attention on every, on the little details and the gaps and all that in the in the architecture. So all I can, all I can really say is Kuganada and his cinematographer Alicia Christian have done a tremendous job making this film and and showing off this town. Um, but whilst they've made this film, a lot of the shots and styles that they've used were pioneered by other other filmmakers. Um, and many of and many of the styles he's used in this film he's made a video essays about um, so one of these is he's discussed before is Wes Anderson and his use of um, symmetry and asymmetry in his films um, obviously kind of focusing the, the characters in the centre of the screen and maybe how things going on on the outside but it also does the same where it has the characters in the outside of the frame and it focuses on the architecture in the middle which I quite liked as well um, but the film pays homage most to Yasujiro Ozu. I hope I said that right. Um, and his use of uh, passageways. Um, again, the film features many shots filmed on a stationary camera, um, and it has the characters and the world moving around the characters, which I just I loved. Just for whatever reason, the still, the still setup, and the characters moving to and from the camera some side to side in the, in the in the frame it just felt right for what they were doing it, meant, it, it didn't mean you kind of focus on the dialogue a bit more but then it also shows off what's going around but a lot of these passageway shots were were, like, were pillow shots as well um so kind of shots just cutaways that were there for no real rhyme or reason but then they show off more of the town and make the town feel big in a way that Maybe the characters don't. Maybe the characters feel the 
the tannin feels small, but the shots kind of make it feel this big, wonderful place. Um, there's a couple, one shot in particular, or two shots technically. Uh, I love the particular where at the, open, the film opens uh, with Jin's father in the Miller house, um, and his assistant um, Eleanor, played by Parker Posey, is running around the house looking for him. And it cuts to him out in the back garden, standing with his arms behind his back, looking out over the garden. And later on in the film, we have that shot recreated with Jin and Casey, where Jin's out looking at the garden and Casey's running around the house looking for him. And just for whatever reason, that shot of the garden and him, them both standing out looking over the garden, just looked brilliant. There's nothing going on, but it just looked stunning. Um, and I get, like it's, I can't describe it. It's just you need to see it to kind of get a better understanding of it, I guess. Um, but the the film also uses um, has a similar use of negative space um that Ozu's used um particularly in his nineteen fifty one film Early Summer, um, and Kogunada said that uh in Columbus almost uh, the architecture is. The structuring of emptiness and he's compared that to that of human emotion uh, which I think is quite interesting how he's well he thinks I'm not sure if I personally agree that how architecture almost can show certain emotions um which I guess is part of the point of this film but as I mentioned uh, previously I love the use of the pillow shots there's lots of times where the film or sorry um Casey and, and Jen will be having a conversation um, and it'll cut away to the landscape or a different building or a different place and it just allows you to see what's going on not around well it is around the car around them and how they're this kind of little this little story in this in this big town um and also, like, there was a couple of times he, uh, has used, um, mirror shots, um, inspired by Ingman Bergman. Again, I said that right. Um, where the characters are looking into a mirror and the camera's filming them in the mirror. As it's one, there's one scene in particular where, again, the bank scene I, I discussed earlier, where it's shot with Richardson in the, in the reflection of, of the windows and looks brilliant again after that piece of dialogue I mentioned earlier then cuts in inside the window and the, the dialogue's gone and you see her just talking but you don't hear and it, it helps you connect with them almost in a way because you're, you're seeing that childlike emotion almost I guess or childlike description not childlike uh, that innate love of the town around her and why and how it, how she feels about it um but I can go back to the use of pillow pillow shots is brilliant it shows off the town it shows off the surrounding area brilliantly and I thought it was stunning um yeah so I'll start summer, start my summary now this is quite a short episode um I still don't think I properly know why I like this film so much um I watched it a couple of times now, and I'll probably watch it again uh, this in, in the next couple of days. But 
I can't put my finger on it. It's a mix of the cinematography and, and the acting and the story. It's a, it's a mix of all of them. Um, but I hope that feeling stays in me and it's... Oh, I hope it. I hope it stays with me. I hope I. Whenever I watch this film, I have. I have the. If I watch it again, I have those feelings again. Of just. Uh, what's the how do how do I describe it? Of. Just, enjoying it so much, for no, out and out reason. Um. I love this film for how it looks. Um, but the performances, I think, you could have this good. This film was good with just how it looks and how it's shot and. Whatever, but the performances do take it another level, especially as I said, Richardson. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. Um, but this film definitely won't be for everyone. It's a very slow burn. Uh, to be honest, not a lot happens. But if you're looking for something to watch and just look at, it's fantastic. So I hope if you listened to this point of the the podcast, you'll go out and watch it. Uh, so I really hope you have enjoyed it. Um, or hope you'll give it a chance and hope you enjoy it. Um, and one last thing I will say is I am not a film buff. I'm not going to pretend I knew everything I just talked about, especially in regards to the, the cinematography, without a bit of help. Um, so I did look up a couple of videos, and a couple of articles. Um, but the one video I used quite a lot was a video uh, called uh, Columbus for Those Who Feel Lost uh, by Alpha Media on YouTube. And I'll leave a link to that video in the description. So again, if you've enjoyed listening to this, I hope you go give that video a watch because he does a better job of describing the cinematography techniques uh, than I did. Um, so yes, thank you very much for listening. Um, and if you've enjoyed this, please give us a follow on Instagram at Let's Just Talk About Things Pod. Um, so you can stay up to date on hopefully some more episodes in the near future. Uh, so hopefully try and get maybe one more out this week or in the next couple of weeks. Um, Hopefully this one will kickstart me and I'll get going properly. So thank you very much for listening and I hope you have a good day.